This is an ABC podcast. The following message is a co-production by the Top End Fishing Community and Tales from the Tinny. Locations may be shrouded in mystery, names may be changed, and the truth may be stretched a lot. All in the name of producing the Tales from the Tinny podcast. Available at abc.net.au slash tinny on the ABC Listen app or your preferred podcast provider. G'day, uh, I'm Alan Crombie from Howard Springs, been uh, in Darwin since the 80s, started making fishing lures mainly out of necessity. There's a couple of things I didn't like about some of the lures that I wanted to change to be able to do what I wanted to do, and just the fun of it. It's just a hobby that I enjoy doing. I can go out in the shed, grab a piece of wood, turn it into something and go and catch a fish. It's very, uh, very satisfying. Just in your shed here in Howard Springs, surrounded by the bush, which is today evidently full of very loud cicadas. <laughs> but, um, but on your bench, you've got a bunch of your lures from over the years, some of them from, from many, many years ago that are evidently copies of old, old Mills Masters. <laughs> but let's just kind of uh, go to uh, a couple of the poppers, first of all. Uh, the red-headed popper is one that uh, it's really good because when you make it, you actually make two at once. Because what you do is you just go to Bunnings and buy a piece of dowel, cut it, it's twice as big as you want it, and then you cut it on a 45 degree angle and you've got two ready to go and they work. It's just got a basic, really old school red red head with a white body, paint on some eyes and then just coated it in varnish and uh, off we go and it's and it's caught me uh, quite a few barra. This got a few at Cullen Bay, mainly off of the, uh, the wall there, casting towards the, the lock. Also went out to Adelaide River one time with a friend who's been fishing there many years, fishing and fishing and fishing, getting nothing. So I thought I'll try out something a little bit unusual and I pulled this ugly looking popper out and we hooked two barra. I didn't actually land, but I hooked two barra and he, he looked at me and said, well, that wouldn't have been my first choice. <laughs> On a redhead Qantas uh, popper yeah, Qantas made out popper. of some dowel from, from Bunnings. Bunnings. You've got to love that. Plus the other thing about I love about this popper is it hasn't got a cup face. It's just got a flat face and the eyelet is set fairly high uh, on the face so I can use it to either just bloop it or I can rip it across the top if, uh, if the queenies want something really, really fast. There's another popper here that's a much slimmer profile. Same sort of idea with the kind of flat cup face with the eyelet sitting fairly high and with what looks like is that insulation tape? That's actually aluminium cooking foil that's, <laughs> that's on there. The basic idea was something about the size of a sugar pen, but I wanted it with a flatter face so I could bloop it some more and have the eyelet set high again so I could drag it across the top. And I've done really well with Queenies and with Barra with this particular lure. And it was just a five-minute... That's why it's so rough and it hasn't been coated in anything. It's just a five-minute throw together to see if the concept would work and it's worked really well so now i'm going to make a a whole series of slightly different ones but so for the same reason you were doing it in the 80s that you're doing it now that you're looking at the shops and saying like okay these are the lures that are there but they're not quite exactly what i want for my particular fishing situation so i'm just going to do it myself like i was out at this one particular spot when i first made this and because it's so small and most of the other commercial 
poppers are, are quite big and got a very big, very big face on them. They chuck out too much water and it'll scare fish. And I was in a situation where I was catching quite a few queenies and, and hooking many others. And this other guy threw out a, a big round mouth popper and he couldn't get them to touch it. They, it was just scaring them away. It was just not finesse enough. Plus, this was also meant to imitate like a, um, a garfish. And a couple of the boys were out at East Point one time and they couldn't get a hold of any mullet, but they got hold of garfish and they were catching barra. So I made a popper. Um, every, everyone's mullet mad up here, but the old garfish is he's, he's the un, unsung hero. I mean, between making garfish imitations to catch barra and, and chucking around Qantas poppers also for barra, it's, it's really testament to the notion that barra will, if they're in the right frame of mind, they will actually hit anything. Oh, yeah, if, if they're in the mood, they'll eat anything, or they can be the other way and they'll only eat one particular lure. So you go to the hardware to get uh, broomsticks for your poppers and even your smaller dowels for your, for your smaller pencil poppers. What I'm seeing on the bench here, though, too, is a bunch of old drumsticks. Don't tell me you're going to turn those into pencil poppers. Yeah, eventually I think they'll end up as pencil poppers because the, the timber on them is really good and uh, it'll, it'll last. So I normally use pine, but some of them, like uh, I've got some tassie oak at the moment, um, I also bought some other wood that um, I wanted because it had a lot of weight, but I didn't realise at the time that not all wood floats, and I built a popper that doesn't float. <laughs> you could patent that, the, the incredible sinking popper. Every time I talk to a Darwin-based amateur uh, lure maker, I always ask this question, how satisfying is it to be catching your own fish on lures of your own making? Oh, it's definitely way better. A lot of it's got to do with you get this idea in your head and you think, oh, yeah, that'd work whether it will or not. It's a different thing. But when it does work, it's absolutely brilliant because you think, well, you know, I just went into my shed, whipped this up, threw it out in the water and caught fish straight away. And I'm thinking, I didn't have to pay $30 each for, for this thing. Uh, if I lose it, I'm not particularly worried. But making it how I want it to perform is really really important and very satisfying when it all comes together yeah because instead of just getting your wallet out you've actually used your brain yeah and i see a particular bait fish in darwin harbour and i want to copy it i pretty much have to make it because a lot of the lure companies are building for the world they're not building for darwin and that's another thing where necessity comes into you customize it to do exactly what you want Any advice for anybody that's willing to give this a go themselves? Oh, yeah, definitely jump onto YouTube and check out all the guys on there. They've got some brilliant ideas and they've just got a lot of cheap um, things that you can use instead of paying the big bucks for stuff. You can, you can get by with just varnish and kids' paint or, like, I've got Createx and whatever airbrush paints now. But back in the day when I first started, it was just kids' art paint, which you buy from Kmart for two five dollars a tube and you got a myriad of colours. Alan, thanks for showing me some of your lures. Cheers mate, thank you very much.
You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.